Eat, Sleep, Shit, Repeat is an independent podcast. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders past and present and extend this to all First Nations people listening today. The stupidest thing that I bought was that stupid fancy $180 change mat. Oh my God, who the hell did I think I was? I'm not a Kardashian. Why the hell did I spend $180 on a change mat? I don't think it's particularly attractive to look at. It's very cumbersome and big. Yeah. I still think that those ones are good and I'm probably still going to get one. Oh my God. (laughs) Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Shit, Repeat, the podcast all about the madness that is motherhood. And our first season is all about the fourth trimester. I'm Kelly McCarran. And I'm Key Reese. And firstly, we are so blown away by the support that we've received for the pod. I'm gobsmacked. It just means so much. So thank you everyone for listening. Same. It's so nice. Yeah, it's the best. And we will eventually be um, organizing a little pod meetup. So get excited about that and we will get back to you soon with details. Today on the show, we're chatting about what you really need for the fourth trimester. Let's talk big ticket items, the stuff you actually need in order to bring your baby home. Because despite what Pinterest would have you believe and the millions and millions of baby companies out there, you don't actually need that much stuff to have a baby. When they're very small, you just literally need like nappies, wipes, swaddles, and then somewhere for the baby to sleep and sit in the car. Like you really don't need a million different cute outfits and wall decals and toys. And also remember, this is, I always think it's so funny. It's kind of like Christmas day and everyone panic buys. Shops are always open. Yes. Send your partner out to get stuff. Like Luke bloody frothed on a job. Any excuse to escape us both really? Like shops are open. Amazon delivers next day. If you're in a capital city, like it's okay if you don't have something. It's very easy to get your hands on. Exactly. Okay. We don't want to do what Key Reese did. What did I do? At seven months, I panic bought everything. So two months into my pregnancy, panic bought everything in the Black Friday sale. So there you go. But then I lived amongst flat pack boxes for the duration of my pregnancy, which is quite stressful. So what we're going to do today is we're going to take some items off your to-do list. We're ultimately going to save you money as well because there are for sure things that you need to buy brand new, but there are a bunch of things that you can absolutely pick up secondhand, near new, on marketplace, or even borrow off a mate who's out of a newborn phase, okay? So we have got all the details for you. This is actually going to be a helpful list. So no marketing gimmicky anything. It's just what you need. So let's kick things off with the big ticket items. So what are they? They're not a bunch of things for the nursery. You don't need the nursery. So what you need is a bassinet, somewhere for the baby to sleep, a pram, somewhere to cart the baby around. Sometimes that can also be a bassinet at times. And then a car seat because they won't actually let you leave the hospital without one. And also it's illegal and unsafe. (laughs) So key, First things first, what are we going, are we going to discuss the snow or not? Or are we just going to tell people to get the bassinet? No, I think we need to discuss the snow, right? Because I think a lot of people, it's on their list of, should I get this? Should I not? It is a very large investment. And I think it's important for us to have a pretty honest and brutal conversation 
about the SNU. So what is a SNU, you might be asking? Well, basically, it is a type of bassinet. They say it's the world's safest and smartest baby bed, basically. They being the marketing team behind the SNU. By the way, nothing that we discussed yeah. today is sponsored, So, no. which, I mean, you'll probably gauge because we'll have like pros and cons for stuff. But, yeah, obviously the marketing team is going to say this is the safest bed ever. But basically what it does, it's an automated bassinet. So it rocks and it soothes the baby. So there's movement that can be turned up to certain levels or kept at like a minimal. And then there's also soothing music. So like, and it also gets more intense as the levels go up. It's not an aeroplane. It's not an aeroplane. It's like white noise, basically. Yeah. And it gets louder and the snoo gets faster the more the baby's escalating. And the idea is that it calms the baby down. If you have a cranky baby like mine, it absolutely will not do that. In fact, sometimes the rocking made him crankier. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Um, The reason why they call it the safest bassinet as well is because there is a built-in swaddle that is kind of on each side, there's loops that you hook the swaddle into and then they baby's popped into it, it zips up and then there's Velcro around it. So the idea is that they can't move and roll over, not that they can at that stage anyway, but with the movement, the automatic movement, they won't hurt themselves. Yeah. And it reduces the SIDS risk. They do have like a disclaimer that says no baby in the snoo has ever died from SIDS. Yeah, exactly. So I had a communal snoo. My girlfriend was lovely enough to <laughs> lend me her snoo. Um, what a boss. Oh, she's she's the best. She's the best. I mean, she's on her third kid, so she's like, here, take it all, take it all. Look, Rue wasn't a real big snoo lover. Did I use it? Yeah. Did I crank it up to the most eccentric level that there was and worry that my baby was being shaken to death? <laughs> yes, I did. But it didn't really do that much. I just don't know whether she was a snoo baby. And I think that's honestly what it is. I think either your baby's going to love it or your baby's going to hate it because that's kind of the verdict that I have. Within my mother's group, my physical mother's group, not this virtual one that we've created right here, it was very split. I mean, it was like a 50-50 split as to whether it worked for your bub. Lenny wasn't a fan, right, Kel? Well, yes, but he also had health issues. So I'm always – when people ask me if I recommend it, because I paid full price for mine, like I didn't – and it's expensive. It's about – oh, sorry, I did get a small discount. Happiest Baby always have sales on, so I maybe got it for 20% off or something, but it was still – Yeah, right. $1,700 a year or something outrageous. Significant. So Lenny had a lot of health issues. So he was just, we struggled with him and sleep from the get go. And people like, would you recommend it? And I'm like, I just don't know because I don't know if he hadn't been sick, if it would have been better. And if I had another baby, like I haven't sold it basically. If I had another baby, I would probably use it, but I'd probably use it properly. Yeah. Because I was a first time mum, I had no idea what I was doing. I probably didn't look into the snow enough and, you know, read all the instructions because I'm ridiculous and just like to guess how things work and make life harder for myself. I think that I would definitely put in more effort with using it properly from birth or from after they're out of that six week you know, they say after six weeks, your baby sort of really gets used to it. I never even gave the snoo a chance when the baby was little. Like I just pick him up immediately. And instead of letting the snoo do what it was supposed to do, does that make sense? Yeah. And I think honestly, it will really depend on your parenting style and what you're comfortable with, because it is intense to be leaving your fresh new baby while it's crying in a bassinet that's shaking them quite vigorously. So you have to learn to be- We are supposed to turn it down. 
I didn't know this either. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But even but even on the lower level when they're that fresh and new, it's still quite intense. I will like, say rrr, though. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's the noise. That's the noise. Oh my God, I'm getting like flashbacks. The first time it gets quite fast and they just like have this look of utter surprise on their face. Like, what is going on? Like, ooh, what is this? This is not the womb that I'm used to. <laughs> but it sort of feels like similar movement. It's meant to mimic the womb. It is. So the shushing and all the noises and the sh- the shaking, it's meant to mimic the womb. Exactly. And that's ultimately what you're trying to do, whether you use the snow or not, right, with things like white noise because the baby still thinks that he or she or they are inside of you. There are actually Facebook groups for parents that are using snooze. Oh God, of course there are. I also was kind of like you. I didn't invest that much. So I think there's probably a bit of a common theme here. I, I think I probably yeah. invested a little bit more than maybe you did just because Rue wasn't as unsettled. But what I'll do is I'll pop the Facebook support groups for snow parents in the show notes so then you can kind of get some ideas from that. Yeah, I should have probably joined. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? And also I will say just on the last note about the snow, I would say get it if you can afford it but try and get it secondhand. Definitely. This is one item that you can get on Facebook Marketplace because people are one and done. People have got it and they don't want to use it again. Yeah. People are like, this is a piece of shit. I'm getting rid of it after three weeks. Babies aren't that messy at that age. So it's something that I think is fine to get secondhand and you can buy new swaddles and sheets and things like that. So that was one thing that I definitely think don't bother buying outright new. And if you don't want to use the snow, if you just want to get a traditional bassinet, any bassinet will do. You don't need to get a fancy one, a branded one, or like a fancy one. Any bassinet. Absolutely guys. any bassinet. Absolutely. There's like side sleeping ones that some of my girlfriends love, or there's just ones that you literally push around the house, depending on where the baby sleeps. Yeah. There's so many good ones. We'll have to put a post up in the Facebook group. Everyone should let us know what their bassinet choice was so that people can have a look at different options. All right. Moving on to prams. So I had a theory about prams and off air, he was like, you are so clueless, Kelly. So my theory was, are there actually good ones and bad ones? Or Because I just reckon every single person that I asked before I had a baby, they recommended their pram, obviously, but their prams were all like, Two, two and a half thousand dollars, which I just could not believe. I, okay, disclaimer, I did get my pram for free because the company reached out and asked me, but it, I looked it up. It was $700 and it's fantastic. Like, I don't understand why people spend $2,000 on a pram. Key, take it away. Okay, there's a few reasons why you want to invest in a pram. And look, do the I. The voice of reason right here. <laughs> The first reason is you are going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So the first thing I would encourage anyone to do is narrow down the pram brands that you like and the models that you like. Hop onto YouTube. They generally all have branded pages. Watch them, pop them up and pop them down and see how difficult it is, right? So I narrowed mine down and I went a little bit bougie with my pram because sometimes I'm a little bit bougie. I'm bougie and I'm budget with my pram big bougie gal. Okay. So I got an upper baby Vista V2 because it goes from one to two. So that was another consideration that I had because we want to have two kids. So I wanted to only buy one pram that could go from one to two. I watched a video of them do the bugaboo up and down and I went hell to the no. That looked so difficult. I even timed them like how long it took. Oh my God. You are so good at this stuff. And it was significantly longer. Also look at how much they weigh, right? Because 
whether you've had a C-section or you've delivered vaginally, you are going to be recovering, right? And you're going to be lifting these things up and down, up and down. You're also going to sometimes have a baby on you, on your hip. So you need to consider that as well. Once you narrow it down and you've got that all in place, go and read reviews. That was another good thing that you can do. The thing about mums, we love to talk, right? So go (laughs) hop on, get onto your Reddit threads. I'm pretty sure Charlie hopped onto Reddit because he's a big old Reddit nerd. And he went through all of the reviews and people are really frank about their experiences. And then, of course, ask around. And then I think you're going to have a good indication of which way you're leaning and then wait for sales. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Boxing Day sales, just end of season sales. Do not buy anything like that full price because they will be on sale and you will be very annoyed. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Okay. That was such good advice. You're so organized, Key. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm not that organized. Okay. I am a little bit. All right. Well, I still think that my um, Ickle Bubba pram was really good, although you would probably look at it and be like, no, Kelly, it's too difficult. It's too heavy, blah, blah, blah. Maybe if I used one of these $2,000 prams, I'd be like, oh. I think it is a bit of better the devil you know. You know what I mean? So my yeah. my thing to you, in fact, I let two girls who, and I won't say the brand of pram that they have, but it's terrible. It's one of the big ones too. But I let them push my pram and pop it up and pop it down, and they both went and bought my pram. Like, yeah. So I think you don't want to, and it's also about customer service as well. Like people will leave reviews, terrible customer service. If there's any issues, what you want to do is if there's an issue with the pram, big ticket item, you want them to be responsive and you want them to be, you know, willing to kind of meet you halfway and help you out if something's wrong with it. So those are my tips. Okay. They're really good. So I'm looking forward to your car seat tips because once again, I'm like, surely they're all good (laughs) because like, I just don't think that, you know, the car seat people would let dodgy ones. They are carrying the babies. Do you know how Luke and I chose ours though? We literally went into baby bunting when they were having a sale and we found one that was $900 but had 50% off. So we got that one. That is great. Because we're we're like, surely that must be the best if it's worth $900. My only thing, and then I'm just going to let Kate talk because she knows what she's talking about. A car seat is definitely not something to ever get secondhand because one of the things about a baby seat is that if they've been in an accident, you immediately have to replace it. Mm -hmm. It's just a safety thing. And you cannot 100% trust someone on Facebook Marketplace that it hasn't been in an accident or just like wasn't thrown around a little bit. Great tip. Great tip. I agree with that. Thanks. Now let's go into your proper tips for the car seat. Okay. So I'm going to fluff your feathers here. I agree with you. We are such a heavily regulated country that there's not going to be a car seat on the market that is not going to be safe. And there's also a really good tip that I want to tell you. So when I went to Brizzy, we needed to get a car seat for Charlie's parents' car. And I was like, I want to get the Britax. That's the one that all my girlfriends have. And anyway, so I go to Baby Bunting and I meet this lovely salesperson who works for Britax or Britax. I don't know how to say it. Everyone says it differently. I've never even heard of Britax. I thought it was a water filter. Well, I think that is actually. So maybe it is Britax and that's what distinguishes it from Britax. Anyway, guys, it's one of the top ones. And the other top one is Maxi Cozy. So we went into Baby Bunting and this chick and Charlie's like, I do not want to fucking spend another $700. Well, not even in Brisbane that much. And I was like, no, we need to protect our baby at all costs. Like what if we get in an accident? And he's like, come on, like this is so stupid. So we're already going in like butting heads. And then this lady fully basically laid down the law laid down the law and what she said to me is she said look we're heavily regulated nothing on the market is not going to be good and your two top manufacturers that is Britax and Maxi Cozy they also manufacture 
the cheaper brands that you find at Baby Bunting, but also that you can buy at Kmart and Target. So basically, Maxi Cozy also manufacture Mother's Choice. And then Britax also manufacture Baby Love. The only thing that is different is the sticker or the branding that they whack on it. Exactly. And the other thing that's different is they're pretty much all the same once you get to a certain level. And then as they start to get the side impact, that's where the additional level of safety kind of comes into play. And that's what you're going to be paying for. So for us, we just went, we went with, I think it was the Baby Love one. So we looked at the Britax equivalent of baby love and got that one and it was I think $250 cheaper oh my gosh that's so good all right so the last thing I wanted to do is we're talking about the car seats is that a lot of people do invest in your capsule so that's your little one that you take the baby home from the hospital and it clicks into the base it's in the back of your car and then you can actually buy adapters to then use it on your pram so every pram should have adapters which is wild right and it's really good we did that did you but my work around for that. Yeah, yeah, we did that. She didn't really love the capsule, so we got rid of it after six months. So say you get it, you can use it up to 12 months, right? So if you use it up to 12 months, it's a really good investment because then you can buy a car seat that goes from 12 months to like seven years. But if your baby doesn't like the capsule, you're going to be, or your baby's like quite a large baby and it outgrows the capsule, you're going to want to move to a baby seat like pretty quickly. So my hot tip about the capsules is to rent your capsule. Yeah, my best friend does that too. Like they're properly regulated so they haven't been in accidents. 100%. So I rented it off Maxi Cozy. They do it online. And I think you can also maybe do it at Baby Bunting as well. But they're just, they get them back. They give them a, a thorough cleaning. They safety test them. And I think we paid something like 300 bucks for six months. And it was the best thing we ever did because it's we live in an apartment. We don't want to hold on to a capsule and a base. It's like very big and very haphazardy. So we got rid of it after six months, just popped it back in the box and shipped it back. And then we bought our car seat and off we went. So yeah, you can rent them and it can save a little bit of money and space in the house. All right. Now I've um, gotten off my high horse about the capsules and the baby seats. We are going to move on to smaller essentials. So we've mentioned nappies and mentioned wipes, but we want to get into the random essentials that parents need to know about. Kelly McCarran, take it away. All right. I'm going to tell you the things that I think that you actually really need and that doesn't include any wall decals. But starting- <laughs> Except you ended up getting wall decals. So like, let's yeah. just- Lenny has wall decals now, but that was further down the line, not in preparation for his arrival. Yes, of course, of course. So first up, I think that everyone needs a breast pump if you're planning on breastfeeding. Get that baby onto a bottle ASAP. My best friend, and a lot of people I've spoken to on Instagram, didn't get their babies onto bottles quick enough. Eight months later, the bloody baby still won't take a bottle, so the mother is just attached all the time and can't go out for longer periods of time that the baby's going to have to feed. Get the baby onto a bottle straight away. Midwives will tell you different. Lactation consultants will probably say differently, but you know what? They're not putting the mum first and the mum does need to come first. The baby doesn't care. The baby's just happy to be fed. I was pumping in hospital. Luke was giving him a bottle. Well, actually, he was having a bottle literally straight away because I was full of fentanyl and couldn't feed him properly to begin with. Straight away, he was having at least one to two bottles a day that Luke was giving him. Sometimes it was formula. Sometimes it was frozen breast milk. Like no matter what it was, I just think it's so important. So get a breast pump 
and get that baby onto a bottle. What pump did you use, Kel, just out of interest? The Mandela, Mandela. Is that the brand? Medela? Mandela? Yeah, Medela. Yeah. And you like that one? The Swing? Yeah. I loved it, but I don't have a, anything to compare it to. Luke did research. He bought it for me. However, I didn't use it properly so because <laughs> I didn't read the instructions. So <laughs> I feel like that's just the story of my life. Why am I the way that I am, that I make life hard for myself instead of just reading the instructions or watching a YouTube video? Kel, there are many people like you. I'm also like you on some things. So don't, you're not the only person there. People listening right now are going to be like, yeah, that's me. Okay, but don't do that. Like look at the YouTube thing because the idea was that it would sit on the breasts, like both boobs at the same time and pump for you. But instead I held it to one boob at a time. Like I just, I don't know what happened, but I wasn't using it properly. But speaking of pumps, like I mentioned last week, I want you to get those nipple shields on your teats if you have sensitive teats because the pumping and the breastfeeding, actually breastfeeding is way worse because of their little, oh, that was a gross noise. Apologies. <laughs> uh, nipple shields. Next up, Bonds zippies. Not the cheap ones with only one zip. You need to splurge. And when I say splurge, Bonds have sales all the time, 40% off. So don't ever buy it full price. And sign up to be a Bonds member and you get like an additional discount as well. I think you get a free zippy once a year or something like that. Don't quote me on that. I might be incorrect. But the double zips are so important for changing their nappies and not making them too cranky. And it also keeps them nice and cozy. Yeah, I agree. Next, I have acute swaddles. Unless you've got a winter baby and then you're going to need a lot more layers. But if you're having a summer baby, oh my goodness, don't worry about the outfits. You're going to be too tired and the baby's too small to bother getting them dressed that often. Cute swaddles. That way you can like get your print get your print hit. You can make the baby look all cute in their little swaddle and show off your style a little bit, but it's actually something that you're going to use because you'll use several swaddles a day. Babies are just perpetually swaddled, even when they're not sleeping. Sometimes when they're just chilling, they like it. Yeah. Sort of, I guess, regulates them. It makes them think that they're really safe and they're back in the womb. Can't recommend swaddles are a great gift. Get them a cute swaddle, not a cute outfit. Then, okay, this one is so niche and I feel like you might have looked at this on my list, Kay, and gone, well, what the hell is she talking about? But if you have a colicky baby, a baby that seems to be holding more gas than they should, I recommend a formula mixer. And this is also if you're mix feeding or formula feeding. So you know how if you put water in a bottle and then the formula and then you shake it? Yeah. All of that shaking actually can give the baby excess gas and really can hurt their tummies with gas. Shit. That you probably d- didn't even consider, right? So there's like this cool thing. I need to put up a video on the Instagram or Facebook page or something so people can see what I'm talking about. It's so cool. I got it off Amazon and you literally kind of like it, it's for this purpose so that the baby's not ingesting any air bubbles basically. Yeah, right. So it mixes it for you. Yeah, yeah, but not. It's like manual, so it's not expensive. It's really good. I loved it. Yeah, I love that. Then I have dummies, of course. I am so pro dummies. If you have a really easy baby, maybe you don't need them, but my child is 14 months and still absolutely addicted to his dummies. He loves them. So in America, they're called a pacifier, and that is the best way to describe them. They completely pacify the baby. I don't know why. It's kind of disgusting when you think about it. And I hate the see-through ones that you can see their little mouth. Like they're tongue uh, pulsating in there. It's foul. But I'm so pro dummies. So get them. Also, little hot tip, if they're teething or you can't get them to stop crying, a frozen dummy straight in the gulb. 
Like it just yes. confuses them. It's really lovely if they are teething or sometimes it's just sort of resets them if they're super upset. Finally, and then I'm going to let Key Reese take us through her list of like random essentials, a little chair swingy thing. So somewhere for the baby to sit. I mean, I really liked the cocoon. I used to use my sisters sometimes. The cocoon baby, it's like a docker tot or one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got hers off Facebook Marketplace for like 20 bucks though and they're 350 full price. But at home, Lenny just had like this little swing and he used it for way longer than he should have. He loved it. So it just gently rocked and it had like a little um, mobile thing up the top with a few toys dangling and he would just happily sit in that for so long sometimes and it was just a little godsend. Somewhere that you can safely put the baby down and give them a little bit of time that they're not on top of you. Was it like a um, baby Bjorn? No, that's a carrier. No, the bouncer. No, it doesn't bounce, this one. But, yeah, something like that. Oh, it was an actual swing. Oh, actually, that's also something essential that I should have put on my list, a carrier, though, (laughs) because I literally to this day still use mine all the time. Don't buy the cheap ones, though. I reckon I went through four different cheap carriers, which is so stupid, until I bit the bullet and bought the Ergo pouch I think it's called ergo baby yeah 360 we've got the same one and it's awesome oh yeah we do and honestly it was just a complete game changer as soon as I splurged on that and the cost per use it is down to like 20 cents or something ridiculous or minus 20 cents because he just loves it even to this day even at 13 kilos but I mean according I did see the instructions for this one and according to them you can carry up to 20 kilos so I mean, he's not going anywhere yet, but you can actually, your hands are free and they're so happy because they're on top of you. So clingy babies, you need a good carrier. All right. Yeah. They're my essentials. Key, take it away. Okay. So I'm starting with like a bit of a random one, but this was actually a baby gift that someone gave me. And so if someone doesn't give you this, you just do it yourself. What I kind of have named it is a chemist hamper. Oh, cute. True. So there are a few things that you need from the chemist that you won't know. So things like FES, which is um, a saline solution because your baby, especially if you've had a C-section, the baby hasn't been kind of, um, hasn't had that mucus so snotty push out when they come kind of out of your vagine that a lot of the mucus comes out but if they come out the rooftop they miss that and there's a lot of mucus and you need to be able to suck that out so the saline solution goes in loosens up the boogers and then there's this little contraption that sucks it out so I would say fess or something similar I think there's another one called flow another thing that was in there was cradle cap cream there was also bath stuff so just your stock standard kind of no frills um, no nasties bath stuff there was also baby panadol which you can't take until they're I think three months old one month one month for panadol three months for neurofin that's it and like the thing is is if I didn't have that hamper when all these things came up I was like let me check the hamper to see if there's something for that let me check the hamper and there was there was also um kind of like breasts stuff so I had some breast cool down or warm up things like gel circles that were really good nappy cream was in there and even for when the bub was a little bit older there was like a little toothbrush and toothpaste for when their new teeth came in there's things like baby nail files because their nails grow so quickly and they're obviously really scratchy things like a thermometer just really 
niche things that when you're being silly and buying all the stuff at the nursery, you're actually forgetting about the everyday products <laughs> that you need when the baby is dealing with what they're dealing with. So that's my hot tip. And I can put a little list together and put it in the Facebook group of like what was in my hamper for you guys to reference as well. Happy to do that. And because they would have like pre-made ones, I do wonder though if they're probably like like I'd say it's cheaper just to go to a chemist and put it together yourself though. Yes. If you CBF building one yourself. Exactly. But yeah, P, our producer, said that there are hampers out there because she is actually pregnant right now. So we'll put a little link to that brand. Next up on my list is white noise. So when we were talking about the snow at the top of the show, we said about the fact that white noise, it kind of is what the baby's hearing when they're inside the belly. Basically, it's like baby crack. So you can buy these portable white noise machines off Amazon. Anyone will really do the trick. I honestly don't think you need to buy a really good one. You just need one that's loud and works. Um, and they also have a little nightlight, which is good. So you can pop that on if you're feeding. So you don't put the like big light on to wake the baby up. And they're just so good. You can put them in the pram and the bassinet. We used to put ours in the capsule and just kind of clip it on there. And it really soothes them and just helps them to resettle and get back to sleep. We got Lenny a riffraff when he was a baby. And so that's like a little snuggly toy that they can cuddle, but it also has white noise. It's either got a heartbeat or like a lullaby. <gasps> and it plays for like 40 minutes at a time. Time, it's really good. Like, so it's kind of like a two in one, three in one almost. I didn't know the riffraffs had white noise. That's so good. That's like actually genius. The white noise is like the brain. So <laughs> you can buy them without their brains in. Got it, got it, got it. No brains or brains. I like it. Yeah. Similar to Kel, but a little bit different. So she recommended the swing and kind of touched on the Kakuna baby and Docker Tot. You need somewhere to put the baby like you don't need need, but like I really liked having something that was quite portable that the baby could sleep in. Yes, that you can just move around the house with you. Exactly. And to be honest, when they're that little, you can have them next to you while you're watching TV and they'll just sleep through it. So we had a Kakuna baby, which is amazing. I think it's really good. It's on an angle. So they sleep kind of sitting up a little bit and it's really good for reflux if you have a reflux baby. And they're also strapped in over their chest so that they don't move. But you could also look at a docker tot, a Moses basket, and even something that doubles, so it has a secondary use. I purchased was the Ergo Baby Travel Bassinet. So that's the same thing. Basically, it's only 100 bucks, and it's so good. It just folds down into a backpack and we take it when we travel. Not now because Rue's obviously too big, but just something lightweight and easy that you can take around the house with you. So if you're folding, washing, you can pop the baby, maybe not on the the table. We'll put the baby on the floor in the little sleeping contraption while we fold the washing on the table. And those things I think are really handy to get off Facebook Marketplace. Definitely. Because the great thing about these things is they don't work for every baby. So if it doesn't work for that baby, that mum is like, get it the fuck away from me. It didn't work for my baby. I need a refund. Okay, I need to sell it on to someone else. My Kakuna baby, the baby used it once. So it was brand new and I think it was like 50 bucks. Oh my God. So a fraction of the price. How good is that? So good. And she was just like, here, take it away. I don't ever want to see this thing again because she was like, didn't work for me. Get away from me right now. Yeah. Um, my last reco is the snuggle or the snuggle. So it's basically like a glorified bucket that you can bath your baby in, but there is a little wedge in the bottom of it that kind of cups their little booty so they can sit up. Now, disclaimer, not everyone likes this because some people like to have their baby laying down. 
I really struggled with height because I'm a shorter person. So you would have needed a stool. I needed a stool. <laughs> I was bending over. I preferred to have a bucket that I could put anywhere. I could just sit on the floor, fill it up. There's like a little safety line for the water. And then Rue would just sit there, sit in there up and she loved it. So there's just other options out there than your traditional kind of bath. And the snuggle is epic. You forgot sleep sacks. I want to hear about the bags. I did forget sleep sacks. Yeah, yeah. We've got to talk about these bags. They're so handy. There's very degrees of bags, right? So some babies are quite fussy. You might need one that is a zip and then a Velcro to really like squeeze them tight or the looser bags. And then they also, which is great, so it's not a huge, huge investment, they grow with the baby, right? So when you start to let the baby sleep with one arm out, you can unzip one arm and they can pop one out do the other arm and then you can unzip the bottom. So they kind of grow with the baby and there's also different levels of um, warmth. It's called a tog. A tog, which I don't understand. Someone probably way smarter than me understands what tog means. But you can get anything from like a 0.2. Oh, my God, listen to me. A 0.2, which is perfect for like summery, really balmy nights. Or you can get really, really warm ones. I mean, Lenny still sleeps in a bag most nights, but his arms are now out. So does Rue. Because he pulls himself out and yeah I love the bags because it's also a great signal that it's time for bed yes such a good point and then they're looking for those cues and signals to know what to do yeah Moving on to the stupidest things that we bought or were gifted oh my god okay I will say that I do think I ace this I don't think anything I bought other than like obviously prepping for all the nursery stuff, like I didn't really need to do that and have that already, duh. But it's fine that it is done. <laughs> but the one thing I wish I had more of was teeny tiny clothing. Oh, it was cold because I'm like, why did you dress her? It was cold. Yeah. I had a winter baby. She was born in May and I just – I was sending Charlie out to go to Bonds to get stuff. So just make sure that they're really small when they come out unless you have a gigantic baby. But even then, like Bonds are really forgiving with their sizes. So we were on like the five zeros. But just make sure that you've got some smaller clothing to put the bub in because it was quite stressful. Yeah. That's all I found. I was like kind of just like I'll just use these hand-me-down clothes and like they just weren't the right sizes. So but get hand-me-down, like tiny little hand-me-downs if yes. you can. Hand-me-downs are great. They don't fit into them for long at all and it's so heartbreaking. The amount of things that I packed away that I was like, oh, my God, he literally never even used that or wore it once or maybe wore it once. It's just such a waste of money when they're so little. Don't spend money on clothes until there may be one. And then you can, because they'll fit into it for a while. Yes. So such a good point. And also the two best places for teeny tiny clothing that um, are budget friendly, Target and Best and Less, I loved. Oh, Target. I've not shopped there for baby stuff yet. Oh, actually, the one thing I did do was before I got my snuggle that I just talked about, I bought a big stupid fold down portable bath. And when you put water in it, it's impossible to carry. So I would just say consider how heavy a bath is when it's filled with water. Oh, so we put it in our bath. Oh, yeah, you put it in your bath. Yeah, that's smart. So I had it on a stand and it was impossible for me to carry basically from the sink to the stand. Oh, yeah. So just consider kind of how your setup is going to be and what's going to work and are you going to be able to do that by yourself if your partner or if you just by yourself anyway, are you going to be able to do that on your own? I would have loved to have seen you try because you're just so small and cute. So I just going to – It was so bad. 
and I was so annoyed. It was massive and I was just like, this is so annoying. If we've still got it, I need to sell it. So if someone wants it, let me know they can have it. The stupidest thing that I bought when I told Kay this, she like had a big lol about it. She goes, I still kind of want one. Was that stupid, fancy, $180 change mat? Who the She's hell? about the Leander, right? Oh, my God. Who the hell did I think I was? I'm not a Kardashian. Why the hell did I spend $180 on a change mat? You know why? Because my silly sister, who is usually so clever and, like, not stupid with money, told me that it was the best one. And she goes, oh, and it's great because you can get it in different colours. And so I was like, oh, cool. Why? Why did I get it? I don't think it's particularly attractive to look at. It's very cumbersome and big. The baby, as soon as the baby can roll, even a little bit can roll off because it doesn't have sides the way the cheaper ones do. And you can literally get them from Kmart or even the ones from Baby Bunting are like $25. Like they are so affordable. And someone said something to me once like, oh, but they're not as easy to clean. They're all plastic. You literally just wipe them all down. Unless you have a proper change table with fabric on it. But if you do that, you're just silly because you're always going to be cleaning poo. Yeah. I still think that those ones are good and I'm probably still going to get one. I'm in the midst of a gastro thing right now and I have one of the plastic ones that are cheaper and I wish I could just I mean, I probably could just wash it off, but I think the the silicon ones are good. But just put it on the floor so then they don't roll. I do. Oh, okay. All right. It's shit. I still want one though. Maybe I need to try cheap one when Lenny's done a foul poo. There you go. Well, come over tomorrow and, well, don't because you'll get gastro. But um, Gastro. Well, then it would be the perfect test, wouldn't it? <laughs> and what else? Anything else that you hated that you wish you didn't get? No, no. I think you aced it too then, really. I mean, really, if there's only one stupid, really stupid thing on my list, then yeah. Yeah, we aced it. Okay. Well, we're going to ask something else right now, and that's our recommendations because this is my favorite part of the show. I love, I mean, the whole episode's really been about recommendations, but I want to know what your kind of saving grace was during those first few weeks at home, something that, you know, really got you through. I would love to recommend Audible for any readers out there. So soon to be parents or new parents, even like if you've been a parent for a while and you're still like, when am I going to read another book? Audible is your new best friend because remember last week how I was talking about the big over-the-ear headphones? Yes. You can enjoy your novels as you please on your headphones. I read so much still, but when I say I read, I listen to them. Yeah. So I listen to one to two books a week on average when I can't get a chance to read a physical book. Oh, I just love it and I can't recommend it more. Like you can buy packages so that they work out to be about $12 each. So it can be an expensive habit, but so worth it. You can also, I mean, just listening to books in general is my recommendations because on library apps now you can actually borrow books and then listen to them for free. (gasps) No way. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? So I would definitely recommend listening to books if you're a reader or even if you're not, if you've always wanted to read, this is probably a really easy, great way to start because you're not actually having to physically do it. And you can do other stuff at the same time, whether or not that's walking through your place, like shushing and bouncing your baby whether that's like cleaning up or going for a walk, whatever it is, you can listen to a book at the same time. I really like that recommendation because I've only just gotten back into reading now. Also, it ties in nicely with yours. Yes, it does. It does. Because it's part of yours. It is part of mine because they are the same brand. 
Are they sponsoring us? No, they're not. These are just very great recommendations. So inevitably things will pop up and there are going to be things that you will need or you or a family member may not be able to run out and get something. And that is Amazon specifically an Amazon Prime account. So Amazon Prime is basically next day delivery. This is only for capital cities. So I'm very sorry for any of our regional listeners because this is going to really infuriate you. But basically if you need something, you can get it the next day. But an extension of that would be there are different brands on there that have their own stores. So if you run out of nappies, if you run out of wipes, anything, you can um, set up a subscription. So then you get bulk items sent to you every, you know, four, six, you can, you can stagger it however long it takes your baby to get through nappies and things like that. That's so cool. Yeah. It's really good. And it was so helpful. And say you're like, oh shit, I need an extra couple of weeks. You just go onto your account and delay the delivery by another two weeks. So it's really handy because we've never, I mean, we've never had to go to a store and physically buy nappies the whole time because we've always just had that delivery. And you can change the sizing. So as your baby's growing, you can say, hey, I want to cancel that subscription and I want to move to the next one. But it works for different stuff. So there's a bunch of things on there like cleaning products even. Biggest savior during those early months. What size nappy is um, ruined now? Three. She's still in threes. Oh my God, she's so little. She's so lean. Yeah, she is. And especially after this gastro. Jeez Louise. Lenny's in fives. He's a big boy. He's a big fat boy. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Next week on Eat, Sleep, Shit, Repeat, we're talking about sex, baby. Or the lack thereof when it comes to me. All of your nosy postpartum sex questions will be answered. And until then, please support us by rating and reviewing us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. Yes, and also share the pod on your socials we are a virtual mothers group that is how we get the word out there and also let us know what you think and what you want to hear you can tag us at key reese and at kelly mccarran on insta plus we have that sexy little closed facebook group that you can join that we spoke about last week you can join us there we can chat about everything baby related and everything not because motherhood isn't just about babies it's about the mum too and we will link those in our show notes so you can find us there this episode was produced by myself key reese and kelly mccarran with executive production and audio production by Pereira tahazada bye bye